Hi guys, it's Emmett. I thought I'd share a little bit today about why I mix my personal life in with my professional life on Instagram. And this is really me trying to piece together some thoughts that I had yesterday as well. And I, I tried doing an episode, a bonus episode, and it just it was too long and rambly and I hadn't gathered my thoughts yet. Excuse me. I'm sitting in my kitchen in the yellow chair watching dust motes turn in the in the rays of sun that's just peeking over the hill. <clears throat> it's very beautiful. And I need to do this quickly because I need to sweep and then vacuum a little bit before my lesson arrives today. So there's a number of reasons why I mix my personal life in with my professional life on Instagram. And and I should first do the caveat that everyone should figure out what boundaries works for them. Obviously, if you have children, you need to be even more thoughtful about this because they're not willing participants. Uh, so you need to decide for yourself what is the level of exposure that you are willing to have yourself and also give your family um, to the world. Sometimes people treat this by just having a separate account for their family or by making their account private. But both of those things um, lack the advantages that I'm going to describe. So first of all, I think of my Instagram account as a scrapbook of my life that I create for me to have a documentation of my journey that I can look back on. And what I found when I do look back on it is that what I find is that after even a couple months, I don't care about the spoons I carved at all. If I've been carving regularly, my spoons have gotten so much better that I don't look back on my previous work with uh, excitement in the same way that I look on my current work. What I treasure are the the personal photos that I managed to capture of, of moments in time, whether it's of the house as I was walking back to it from the chicken coop or of one of my favorites of all time is my daughter lying on the porch licking a popsicle. And that was just a moment that happened and I captured it. But the only reason I captured it was because I, it, the, the relationship that I have with Instagram is that I basically only take photos in order to have stuff to post on Instagram. And so for me, it's, it's actually this really nice relationship that I don't see it as an onerous thing that I have to take product photos or whatever. It's more like a daily practice of capturing moments in time and sharing them. And so I'm sort of constantly on the lookout for what is an interesting photograph and trying to capture it and what's a beautiful moment and trying to capture it. And then I pair that with some thoughtful words that may or may not have to do with whatever the photograph is of. But when I look back at my feet, it's those, it's those moments that have nothing to do with spoons or that happen sort of alongside the spoons that are the most meaningful to me. And so most selfishly, that's why I do it. Then there's another level, which is that 
I guess selfishly again, I want people to be interested in me as a person, not just me as my work. And I want me as a person doing my work to be the thing that is attractive, not just my work. I'm not saying that I want somebody to be attracted to me physically. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for somebody to to be into how I live my life. And what I find is that when I share that, those moments, then I, in turn, am more thoughtful about how I live my life. Knowing that I'm going to share cool moments as they come up makes me be more mindful about taking advantage of the moments that life presents and setting up my life so that it presents those moments. Going for the walk, spending time with my kids. And my hope is that somebody coming across my feed would be attracted not just to what I do, but also the life I'm living. Now you might say, well, that's fine. You know, I don't have a, I don't have a photogenic life. Well, you could look at my life and say it's not very photogenic either, depending on the situation and the angle. I, uh, I think everyone has the opportunity for beautiful moments to be, f- to to be captured in photographs in their lives. No matter what house you live in, no matter where you what part of the world you live in, no matter how crazy your house is because you've got tiny babies, the the opportunities are there. And what Instagram has done for me is, is given me the motivation to capture them. And I'm so grateful for that. The danger for me lies in forgetting to do this, to capture these moments. And forgetting to be real on my feed or feeling the pressure to show everything as being easy. Because life is never easy for any of us. We always have struggles and frustrations and moments when we feel like an idiot that somebody else would be able to figure something out in five seconds and we've just been banging our head against that wall for half an hour. Those moments are the common thread that tie us together as humans. And to fail to show them is to hollow out the power of your Instagram account, of your feed, to connect on that human level with other people. People might be attracted to the surface of what you present if you don't share that stuff but they will never feel a kindred spirit with you. Or if they do, it will only be an aspirational spirit and it won't be that deeper tie that can bind all of us together as people. It's a fine line to walk, obviously, because you can overshare. And my guess would be that the when you're just starting out and have relatively few followers, 
people tend to overshare. As they get more and more followers, they tend the other way and they tend to undershare and just create that hard surface veneer. Thanks for listening.